Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 180 of Dun and Drew. If you're listening to this and you're new, we want to welcome you. Thank you for tuning in to this unfiltered sports podcast. Oh, I'm sorry, sports pop culture. What else mm, we can hit? Eric? Entertainment, music. Well, I guess that's pop culture, but you never know what you're going to get on Dun and Drew. We talk about everything, personal lives, everything. We got great stories. We're we're two people that. We're not like everybody else, and you'll see why during this episode. <laughs> yeah, um, and the reason why I introed it like that is because I want to uh, challenge you, if you listen to us on a, on the regular, to share this with just one person. This episode in particular, unless I get to the end and I think it's trash, then uh, I might change my mind. But this episode in particular to one person that you don't know if, if they listen to us. Just send them the link. Say, hey, check out this podcast. I think you'll like it. You know, you might have to do some demographic research. Make sure you're sending it to the right person. <laughs> don't send it to... <laughs> don't don't send it to the wrong person because I don't know what I'm going to say this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're going to see uh, what that does if you, guys can, uh, if you guys can get us over that hump. So welcome to Dunn and Drew. Welcome. Um, Welcome roll. to episode 180, baby. Roll that intro. I got something to say after it. Okay. Thank you. All right, welcome back, Eric. You have something to say before we get to shout-outs? Yeah, for sure. Um, if you guys are watching on YouTube, your boy is back in the hotel room. You guys God, are I'm very, jealous. You guys are very familiar with this lamp in bed setup with this light over the headboard. This is Bougie. my favorite favorite hotel to book here when I come down to South Florida. Your boy's finally back on his modeling shit. It's my first one this year. So I got a shoot tomorrow with a software company called UKG, and we're shooting at Broward College, and I'm going to be dressed in scrubs. So I'm playing a doctor again. It's my second time. But just want to let y'all know, if you're watching, this is why I'm in a hotel, and we'll get we'll get more into that later in the show, Rants, Raves, Reviews, but I had to set that up. We'll, talk, you, we'll talk about my, my uh, weekend, too, here in Miami. You know this is super spread city. <laughs> if you need someone to play the role of a patient, Hit me up because I've had hemorrhoids for a year. I'm actually going to the doctor that Thursday, so we'll see if she can do something about that. I'm wondering if this is a commercial because I got a text and they said commercial or if this is just photos. But, you know, I never know before these things. You don't know if it's going to be photos or video? No, I've heard two different things, so I guess we'll just see when I get there. Why your agent kind of trash. I'm joking. Yeah, they are. Kidding. I'm joking as well. I don't need them to see that. <laughs> Why I'm cautious this episode because everyone that listens is sharing it with one person. <laughs> oh, true, true. <laughs> Smart. Well, if you are new, let's let me give you a taste of what other people think of us. So let's go through the last reviews we got. We got four, Eric. Oh, four. I'm sorry. We got three. You you stay getting it wrong. We got, it's always we, it's always one above or one below. <laughs> all right, here's one. This is a review that came in on my birthday. This is from Peloton J. So random. 
Must like his treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> I think those are bikes. Could be a treadmill. Bike. Tomato. Fuck. The, the Exercise. The title is A Reflection. In honor of co-host Drew's birthday. My birthday was last Six week. days ago. Six days. Damn. You're nice. 23rd. Real. What'd you get me? Joking. Shit. Um, Elise. In honor, <laughs> in honor of co-host Drew's birthday, a fan since the beginning when the audio was annoying. Jesus. MAGA hadn't stormed the Capitol. Drew's roids weren't a thing. Hemorrhoids. Watch on, oh, oh, fuck. I thought he was talking about <laughs> he, he how... He said... I, thought, I flexed because I he thought he was talking about the steroids I'm on. John. Damn it. Even my Your hemorrhoids. <laughs> Dunn wasn't jacked and Donna didn't exist. Fast forward three years and here we are. A thriving podcast. Two, I'm sorry. I'm dead from that roids. Two great hosts doing well in their respective lives and giving off their energy to their fans through this podcast. A podcast full of laughs, jokes, hot takes, and segments unlike any other. If you're searching for a podcast that makes you feel like you're hanging with the fellas every Monday night, this is the one for you. Shout out to all the OGs and the ones to come. That's a great review. That review made me want to grab a beer. Hang with the boys. It's Monday night. You know what? I'm drinking. Fuck. I should have stopped at the liquor store for something. red... Wine. Don't call me Lady Gaga. I'm trying to stay on my fitness shit, you know. And no, I had fine. a I had a weekend full of. I had a I had a choice to make when I got home. It was to lay in bed and watch TikTok, and not drink, you know, to offset not working out, or work out and have a drink. And I decided <laughs> to not <laughs> work out both. and have a drink. Jesus Christ! Yeah, it's well. But once we move in together, you can get me right. You think that's going to change? Your mindset's got to change. I can't change your mindset. You think this shit needs a mindset? Look at this motherfucking... Hemorrhoids. Hemorrhoids. Not steroids. I'll get you you right. I just need your mind right. Drill. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) This next one comes from another weird name. PB12222. Also on my birthday. Wow. Uh... A lot, of, a lot of these coming on my birthday. Peanut butter, probably. Probably not. Um, the title is Look Forward to This Weekly. This podcast really makes me laugh. Been listening since 2017 days and love it. Keep going, fellas. We will. Oh, fuck. Breaking news? No. Apparently the power to my... I have like a Nest AC... And the power to it is out. What the fuck? A nest. Uh, it says wiring error code. Oh, no. Good thing you're dipping. Guess I... Uh, no, it's still going to be mine. I know. <laughs> Guess I'll need to fix this later. God damn it. I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, I was wondering why I was sweating. Oh, boy. All right. I hope that doesn't ruin your mood for the rest of the night. <laughs> I'll, I'll, uh, I know keep, I know how you can switch up. I know. I'll try to keep it together. I just pray that I can fix that. All right. This next one is from John Menhez. This one came. Chill. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> John Menhez on the 24th. He said, I had the read down Apple podcast for this review. A real one. Wait, wait, wait. Is, he, is he a real one? He had, what do you mean? Redownload. Why was it deleted? Maybe he was listening on Spotify. That's cap. 
Been following Eric since the Vine days. Thank you. I even sent a question to the Jerome Advice email. You oh had my. that Jerome Advice email? Wow, you're fake. I did like four seasons of Dear Jerome on YouTube where I answered Fuck people's me. sexual questions. Damn it. I thought... Uh, but I, I deleted every single one of those videos because looking back at it made me cringe. cringe. <laughs> <laughs> I hated doing Jerome. He, he, people ate that shit up. He was one of the first people I followed on social media and one of the few internet celebrities that I still follow today. Now I knew it, now I knew Eric is charismatic and funny on his own, but when you pair him with Andy in a good news week, they are nothing short <laughs> of hilarious. Dunn and Drew, well, good thing it's been a good news week. Dunn and Drew has become a weekly listen for me over these last few months because of how well they mesh together and a constant need for validation of my Washington football team. Whether they're talking about football, basketball, or raving about how well the his OnlyFans is doing, Dunn and Drew is sure <laughs> Dunn and Drew is sure to keep you entertained for the duration of the pod. And that concludes this week's shoutouts. Well, since he name dropped OnlyFans, God, if you, if you guys are sending this out to one person, now more people are going to know about this shit. But you guys don't know the name, that's so that's real. good. Um, but today, I was over at my friend's friend Nick's house, and you know, me and Nick have you know gay lingo that we have, just like me and you have our our own lingo. Got different lingo with all my friends, but his roommate was in there, and we were talking about OnlyFans and stuff like that. And he was like, oh, you really have an OnlyFans? I was like, yeah, I do. And uh, Nick, I don't think I, did I ever tell you the content me and Nick made for my OnlyFans? Yes. Did I tell the pod? I don't think so. No, okay. there's no uh, way. Are you Wait, maybe, because I was like, whoa, are you okay exposing him like this? Mm. You guys, let me, I don't feel like telling it if I if I didn't <laughs> yet. I don't feel like telling it, but if I did, let me know. I'm not pa- going to tell it. Patreon? But, yeah. Anyway, um, I opened my OnlyFans and I showed Nick's roommate my content. Or Nick Nick was showing him. So I gave my phone to Nick. Nick already seen it. Because, you know, we homies. You see my meat. Um, so he was looking at it. Just dying laughing at the shit. Because I do some questionable things. If you guys don't know me. And then they went to the gym together. And I get a text from Nick. And he was like, my friend just said your stick is photogenic. <laughs> just randomly said my stick was photogenic. I make good good nude content. All, even for straight guys, they compliment it. So I'm just saying, I'm, I'm out here in this OnlyFans game. I make good shit. So if you're thinking about it, if you got some confidence in your body and your your photo taking while you're nude, hit my line. Coach you up. Give me 20% of your OnlyFans cash. We'll get this thing moving. But I, so I want to tell the, I want to tell the, st- the story of the content me and Nick made. But I'm nervous. What are you gonna? I can't do you can't think have y'all finding it. Do you think his friend saw that content? Oh, we didn't show it to him. Too far Nick, back in the Nick, on the feed. Nick didn't want Nick, it's actually pinned on my OnlyFans, but um wow. Because I don't it's think the I'd only agree to that. It's the only content I have with another man. So that's what they want. Nick doesn't <laughs> care. Nick doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> Fucking but, stick. Yeah, OnlyFans. Great great platform. Um you are an OnlyFans influencer, I guess. I am low key though, low key. Change the whole name, whole branding. I know, I know. One day it's gonna get exposed, but like I told you privately, I don't mind my nudes getting exposed. We've all been naked. I'm sexy. I look good naked. If that ever gets exposed, that's only gonna help me. (laughs) It better be if I my nudes got exposed. It better be a good angle. I mean, I've 
I don't. I guess I don't have nudes out at a bad angle, unless I have a peeping tom. But yeah, I, I don't think I. I guess I. I guess I'm comfortable if it, if it guys. But there's no reason it would be. And you know how there's a there's a tweet for literally everything. I tweeted yeah, like usually six, on Trump's Trump's account. I tweeted like six years ago that if my nudes ever got leaked, it would make me famous. Oh wow! Here you so, are. Do you want? They haven't been. They favorite? haven't been leaked. They've not been leaked yet. But if they do, would I be doing you a solid? We'll see. Let me just see what post, happens. You mean just tweet from Dunn and Drew? Just drop out of nowhere. Just boom. I swear it's gonna show up on your next Jaguars gig. This y'all's man's. Well, this y'all's I did, host. I did. I have tweeted <laughs> my dick. Your meat. And I've put my dick on Snapchat. So it's been out there before. And I guess nowadays, nobody, nobody nowadays, like they don't even call them prostitutes anymore. They like will correct you and say no sex worker so now anyone that really does sex work like it's it'd be bad media and bad pr for a, a brand to cut you because of a nude i don't think that's i don't think that's getting you in trouble anymore right that's now a good point on someone right maybe. that's a good that's a good point it, it, all of my stuff is just solo content so if the people that do sex work back me up and they're like oh he's just making money doing this I'm a sex worker now, and this company is now judging me for it. Yes. So I'll be all right. And you can get canceled for judging sex workers. Right I've covered now. I've covered all my grounds with this cancel shit. Yeah, I think you're good. Now you just got to gotta be gay, though, so then you can't get canceled by any, anything you we say. We talked about this last episode. I can just come out here and say it, that I am, and they'll believe it. Did you see a little... This, I know this is off topic, but I just watched the little little Nas video of the mm-hmm. Satan where he was like riding Satan. Riding Satan. <laughs> you yeah. saw that? Yeah. I kind of got hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. Not what I was expecting. <laughs> riding Satan kind of got hard. Just, I don't know what's wrong with me. Like any little <laughs> sexual thing like gets me a little aroused. <laughs> I mean, that is, you know, I'll admit that I kind of, get aroused by the abnormal sometimes um so i can see that if satan was sexualized um that that could do it for you because it's something like out of like out of the ordinary and okay i see it that's fine is that a weird fetish for me is satan yes satan <laughs> <laughs> i don't i don't think satan it was satan cuz satan, satan didn't look good it was just like the, <laughs> the <laughs> It was the it was the grinding motion that I liked because I I crave that right Satan, now. Satan didn't look good. <laughs> I wasn't looking at Satan. I was looking at Lil Nas's motions. Uh, it's like, damn! I wish someone was doing that on me right now. Lil Nas is a pole though. He ain't got no ass. Not that I was looking, but I just know he's he's very he's small. got he's got some great Does visual cake? music videos. Oh, I got cake. No, does Lil Nas have oh. cake? I know you. <laughs> oh, I have. Cake. I'm just so happy to talk. About, oh, I got, I got. I'm thick as fuck. <laughs> uh, no, he doesn't. He's a twig, like you said. Yeah, he's a twig, like me. Cute, though. Yeah, like me. Um. All right. I guess we can shout out our sponsors now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to our sponsors. Yeah. Shout out to. Manscaped, which Dun and Drew is brought to you by. 
Uh, is there anything better than fresh mowed grass at ballpark on opening day? I did the mm. MLB script. MLB. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tell you why in a little bit, but they had a MLB script. So I was like, opening week coming up. Let me do this. So let me read that again. Is there anything better than a fresh mowed grass at the ballpark on opening day? How about freshly groomed balls? Our sponsors at Manscaped, the global leaders in below-the-waist grooming, are here to help you strike out your bush for good. A whole new balls game, folks. Manscaped is trusted by over 10 million men worldwide. So join I'm one of them. the movement. 20% off free shipping. Code DunnandDrew at Manscaped.com. The products are top-notch. I brought some in my travel bag. I've got the ball deodorant, which is great for right before you leave the crib. Put this lotion on your sack, head out the door. You'll be good all day. I brought the crop mops, which kind of act like baby wipes. Just take a wipe out, wipe your sack. You're good to go. But we stress the lawnmower 3.0, best hygiene tool. Keep your testes fresh. It comes in the perfect package 3.0 with the crop preserver deodorant I just mentioned, the crop reviver spray. And even comes with a shed travel bag and anti-chafing boxer briefs. Went you real brought. quick. Went camping for my birthday and I brought the the crop, the, the wipes. It was awesome to have. I didn't replace a shower, um, but I used <laughs> I them like in the morning after waking up. So, so did, cool. you ha- did you have a shower there? Or did you use like lake water? Mm, uh, stayed at... Salt Springs, which is in the um, Ocala National Forest, um, at these campgrounds at national parks, they have facilities where it's it's very it's very low maintenance though. So it's a shower, but it's not a handle where you can turn and it'll stay on. You got to press it, get under mm-hmm. it until it turns out it's like a Real beach quick. shower. Um, and there's bath. The floors are nasty. Um, mm. You had to bring water shoes. Yes, you, you wear those in the shower because you don't want whatever's on the ground. Um, I go and taking a shit. I did it only did it once because I feel like when I'm in a situation that's not a good situation for me to shit, my for some reason my body holds it back. It knows somehow. Mm. So I only had to go once, um, which is surprised I had to go at all. Um, but when I did, I had to kill three mosquitoes sitting on the toilet. So it's not the best, most ideal situation. But you're camping. I mean, it's primitive camping. Staying in a tent, um, you got to deal with those things. Got to deal with bugs. Got to deal with uh, uh, animals that you don't always see. Got to lock your food in a bear container. <laughs> Anti-bear bear container. <laughs> that exists? Yeah, it's a container that has a special unlock thing. You keep your food in there so they don't come attack you. I got you. Well, crop mops for camping from Andy Drew. That's 20% off and free shipping if you use our code DunnandDrew at Manscaped.com. Manscaped is the Mike Trout of all ball trimmers. Happy happy opening day week. I don't know Mike Trout, but I do know Randy Rosarena. Still a Ray? Yep, still a Ray, surprisingly. Well, you ain't going to be a fan anymore because you're out of there. <laughs> it's still probably the closest baseball team, maybe. We'll be Padres. No, we got to be Padres fans. I'm a Rays fan, always. I have a jersey. So. Snell, that Snell, though. Yeah, that one hurt. That one hurt. Padres pitcher now. You got to follow him. 
Um, shout out also to our Patreon support, uh, supporter of the podcast, patreon.com slash done and drew. We've been gaining, we've, we're like hovering around 11, uh, 11, a hundred people <laughs> for a long time. But I think maybe words getting out that it's a great place to be. If you like uncensored, unfiltered, um, discord chat with, you know, this type of humor, um, it's a great community. Everyone is, everyone knows everyone now. Um, any, anything you want to talk about at any time. Um, and also the little th- games we do, um, like draft, uh, fantasy leagues and stuff like that's fun. And you get a extra podcast a week where it's, uh, you get a lot of us telling you behind the scenes stuff and you get to, you know, you put your name in the hat to be on an episode where you talk to us and, Sometimes I wonder how much word of mouth amongst our own followers gets out to other people that we don't see. And that's how like some people find us because we don't get to see those types of stats. But it would be interesting to see how many of you guys listening right now have showed this podcast to somebody that is hooked on it now and subscribe to the Patreon and just is obsessed with Dun and Drew brand. But um, speaking of the fantasy leagues that we do in our Patreon we did an MLB draft one. So we have fantasy baseball. Most of us have never done this in our lives. But someone said, let's do fantasy baseball. Hella people said, let's do it. It'll be fucking funny because we don't know shit. The draft was tonight. I was late to it. I thought I wasn't, but I was late to it because I was visiting with my friend. Damn, I'm late too. When is it? You didn't sign up. You oh, were like, no shit. thanks. <laughs> I missed it. But I, when I got in, it was like round eight already. I'm like, shit. So I went to the chat. I was like, hey, guys, who did I draft first? Because I was saying I wanted Tatis, and then I was going to leave the draft. I was going to take Tatis first mm. from the Padres, who's on the cover of the video game. But what, they said I drafted Juan Soto first. I said, who? <laughs> and I fucking left the draft. <laughs> Selling my team. If you want... You want my spot in our fantasy draft league? Patreon members only. Hit my line because Juan Zoto. Who? Come on. I've heard that name, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. My my team name is Negroville Coons. Jesus. Oh, you have. Feel free to change that when you take over. <laughs> General manager. He is Juan Soto. Is oh, he's on the oh, he's Dominican, so you know he's nice. Okay. He's on the Nationals. He's a left fielder. Watch you like win. The I league. eat. <laughs> Juan Soto eats. I guess I'm a Juan Soto fan now. Any Nationals fans out there? That's who you said, right? Yes. Any Nationals fans out there? I am now a Nationals fan because that's my team now. I also had Kristen Yelich, and I know he's Ooh, good. Ooh, he's nice. I know he's good. Brewers, I think. Got him nice. Um, <laughs> All right, on to more obscure sports for Dunn and Drew, NASCAR. And we must get ask out of the way real quick. this question again. Did Bubba Wallace finish top 10? Mm. Said last week he was coming to Bristol, Tennessee. He was riding on dirt. He's good on the dirt track. Got rained out yesterday, Sunday. They raced it today. Did he finish top 10? No. Mm, damn it. I saw some chatter that he was up there. Our NFL analyst, Brian Olson, um, gave me this news. Bubba Wallace was top 10 with 15 laps to go, and then he blew a tire. Oh, my God. Why the sport racist. Um, 
up top 10. And he, he blew finished, a tire. Yeah. With 15 laps to go, too. And he finished 28th because of that. So, um, I was going to check the NASCAR schedule because it was a picture as my wallpaper on the computer, but it is not Fucking anymore. Hell. So, I don't know where we're racing next week. <laughs> <laughs> but we will ask this question again until Bubba Wallace gets me my top 10 finish. But I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad he did it because I didn't watch this race because his hotel room didn't have it on. Oh, racist. All right. NBA news. This is all you need to know. The Nets are stacked. They're winning the finals. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, bro. You got to stay by your Lakers in five shit. I mean, I tweeted that still after they got LaMarcus again. I think I said that. Oh, yeah, I did. I quoted somebody's tweet. I said, uh, Lakers in five, LeBron's the GOAT, which I believe. You know, I think as as long as I've been watching the fucking NBA, LeBron been in the finals. So we know he's going to get there. It's going to be really tough though. West is pretty good, but I just don't see anybody in the West getting over that LeBron hump. That man just yeah. turns it on in the playoffs. Yeah, LeBron, like he's he's on this stacked team. Well, you call it stacked, but you know it's him and um, Anthony Davis, and they got anyone else? That's, like, that's it. That's three. what. That's why I was saying like it's going to be tough for them because I really can't think of nobody on the Lakers outside of those two anymore. They traded Danny Green. They got did rid of Dan- Rondo. Did you see Danny Green and Howard get their rings the other night as the Sixers? Yeah, I was like, that was why interesting. Did it take so long. Yeah, why did it take so long? And it's interesting just the way that NBA is. Like you would never see in the NFL like two players get their Super Bowl rings in the middle of that yeah. stadium. Or maybe you would. I because I... we we watched opening night where they were getting their rings because all the families were coming on the jumbotron and shit were dwight howard and danny green not there that night i was running i was confused I why know. they were just getting their rings maybe it was dwight howard and danny green appreciation night <laughs> um someone so tweet us with the info there was a, a way and this was the way to make lebron an underdog again and make me root like hell for him like last year, I wasn't really rooting like crazy for him, but I'm I'm kind of happy that I get to do that again. Like he's fi- he's an underdog again, probably gonna go to the finals and face another super team. And who's on the other side again? It's Kevin Durant, Kyrie some- now. <laughs> what? Kyrie too, like his yeah. old like teammate yeah. now, arch enemy for some reason. Little storyline um, here. <laughs> I saw someone say that. After, actually, this trade happened. I think when I was when I didn't have service, and I saw a tweet saying, uh, "Damn, this uh, no, the, this Nets Nets ring, Durant's Nets ring ain't gonna count." And I quote tweeted saying, "Damn, so Durant gonna retire with zero rings that count, <laughs> <laughs> which would be unfortunate." Like, but this one, I don't know if I can blame him too much. I, I can't blame him. All he did was team up with Kyrie. Harden joined from a trade, and then Aldridge joined. Blake Griffin joined on their own. So it's not like it's not like I I, I don't I don't blame. Him. I'll, I'll count this ring. Would you? Harden joined for a trade. Like that man Harden didn't say, "Take me to Brooklyn so okay. I can play with Durant." And okay, you know true. Durant but I don't said, think Durant like orchestrated this, and it's not like no? it's not the same thing he did when he joined the Warriors. So I think I think I'll give him. I won't hate him after this one. Will I count it? I don't know. But I won't hate him after this one. 
like I did after the Warriors. Like he was a snake. We made that merch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna hate KD if the Nets win. I'm just saying I don't know if I count this shit because like you should have stopped at Kyrie, Harden, Durant. Are we? I was cool with that. I was cool. A big three. All right, bet. You add Blake Griffin, who's still good as fuck. He's been on the Pistons, so naturally you're gonna make fun of a guy who used to be a superstar. And just fell off a little bit because he's on a whack ass team. We haven't talked about the Pistons since 05. Blake Griffin's still gonna do shit. He's in the East. The fourth seed in the East is at like 500. Nets are wiping that comp. <laughs> and now wait. you got Aldridge, who's been a bum on the Spurs, and I bet he starts scoring 40 again. So I'm pissed because I thought Aldridge was gonna get traded to the Heat. That's where all the rumors were. Nets, that took me by surprise. What the fuck? Was so that no. a trade or did he sign free agent? He got signed because so Spurs cut. Spurs bought him out, and then uh, he was a free agent. And Nets got him. Anybody could have picked him up. League, all these other teams let him go to the Nets. Nobody wanted Aldridge, so I guess I can't. I guess I can't blame the Nets if no other team took him. So, but it's gonna be Nets Lakers. Mm. But I wish it was a little bit. I think it, I think it's fair. Who's the other big man that they? Because I know McGee's gone and Howard's gone. And if you're a new listener, you have to forgive us. We don't. We're not the sharpest. Um, McGee's gone. Howard's gone. Who did the Lakers bring in as depth and to play center? I don't, know. don't know. Okay. I have no idea. Sorry. Like when I when I saw LeBron and AD not playing the other night, and I looked at the uh, box oh, score, the roster. It was like Dennis Schroeder. Kuzma, Montrez Harrell was like the leading scorer. Yikes. They still got Mark Gasol, but he ain't done shit all year. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's who. And like Markeith Morris, Contavious Caldwell-Pope. It's going to be tough. All right, give the ring to the Nets. Nuggets, I hope. I hated the Nuggets two years ago because they beat the Spurs first round, but they just signed Aaron Gordon, and I think that was an underrated signing. Oh, wow, look at you. Your guy from the Magic, so. Whoa. Why was he? Shut up. Why was, <laughs> now you shocked. Aaron Gordon, why was he free? He was traded. He wasn't happy with the situation in Orlando. <sighs> Who so is? So the Nuggets got him. Whoever is. How much help does Jokic need? Jokic. I said Jokic. Edible hitting. <laughs> um, all right. Enough basketball talk. Let's talk March Madness. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, it's a dad joke. Fun. It's fun. Like we said on the either the Patreon or the last episode, March Madness. Um, very fun. I, unfortunately, I just because I was busy and I didn't have service for two of the days, I was not paying attention Thursday to Sunday. So I can't really speak on anything other than Oral Roberts losing, which was unfortunate. They were really close in that game. Um, Alabama put up a tough – that was a fun game last night. Yeah, I didn't see the games last night. I barely saw the ones today. You were hammered. <laughs> Yesterday I wasn't hammered. Well, I was. Yesterday, but not at, not, not at in, night. <laughs> not at night I wasn't, but the game, the Alabama-UCLA game was on. I didn't see none of it until the buzzer, uh, the tying buzzer beater at the end of the game because the bar got loud. And I was like, uh, okay, okay. I was like, did, I told, I was like, Jordan, I was like, hey, did, did that just go to OT? That's the extent of March Madness I watched yesterday. But I got the game on right now, and it's ass. Oregon State and Houston. All right, cool. It's ass. That's all I want to know. Unfortunately, I'm hooked on Better Call Saul right now. 
So when the games are on and I'm <laughs> in bed, I'd rather watch Better Call Saul and keep the game scores on my phone, like check it, and if it's close, then I'll tune in. That's what I did with the Alabama UCLA game. Well, I lied. Uh, it's a three-point game now with four minutes left. Fuck. All right. So <laughs> I guess I'll open it here so we can do a little live reaction if it's good. It was it was like a twenty-point game when I last checked. So I thought it was over. I I always forget basketball a game of runs. Yeah, but not so much in college. Like you've kind of you kind of know like if a if a team gets out to a good lead because the games are shorter and because the teams are. You know, usually you know which one's better than the other. Um, usually in March yeah, Madness, right. when you see a big lead, you're like, all right, this one's probably safe. Or am yeah. I capping? I, I don't watch. I haven't watched that long. I feel, I feel like there have been a lot of comebacks lately, like big ones. This was a – It was yeah, it was 34-17 at halftime. A whole, fo- a whole football score. A whole football right. score. And now the second half, it's 35-21. They love football. Love touchdowns. Oh my god, what a shot. But yeah, it's it should be a good finish. Oregon State Beeves. Jordan Poyer. Oh, true. He, speaking of Jordan Speaking of Jordan Poyer, speaking um of the NFL, let's talk the big news that happened Friday. My God. I had no service, and when I opened Twitter and saw this, I was like, What? This happens when I am in um, BFE. What's the what's the phrase? Bumfuck Egypt. Yeah, BFE. Um, I shouldn't have turned this game on. Now I'm distracted. It's fifty five, <laughs> fifty five now. Um, let me take a sip. Don't uh, just don't miss the end. So this this Dolphins Niners Eagles thing that happened in the NFL is so um, what's the word? It's interesting. Um, intriguing. So Friday afternoon, Schefter reports that Miami traded their third overall pick. Um, we kind of, I guess we knew, like if they stayed there, I don't know who they, they, would they've taken a quarterback? Probably not. Now we know that they won't because they're saying, all right, our eggs are in to his basket. Let's ride with an offensive weapon probably that they're going to take where they ended up, um, and see what he can do. So they trade their third overall pick to the Niners in exchange for the Niners first round pick. So they swap. They the Dolphins move to twelve. Niners move to three. But the Dolphins also get mm. the Niners twenty twenty two and twenty twenty three first round picks. Sheesh. From and the a Niners? third round. Yes, and a third round pick in twenty twenty two. So the Niners must think that they're about to draft their next Joe fucking Montana. Bro, this is what's so intriguing to me. The Niners don't know what quarterback. This only happens, I feel like, if you know, if like they're trading up to two because they know who's going one. I can understand if they trade up to two because they're like, all right, Trevor's going one. We know that we like this quarterback that's going to be available. They have to like two quarterbacks after um, Trevor, Trevor the same because if yeah. one of them goes to the Jets or if someone trades up with the Jets and they're left with the other one, they have to be okay that they gave two first round picks for that person. And you don't you don't think they know two quarterbacks that they'd like the same amount? Because um, there's a there's a thick ass group it of is, QBs coming out. It is, but it's just it's just very brave to 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 give out two for like I don't know. I feel like it's also rare to like two quarterbacks 
are they are the quarterbacks that nice in this draft <laughs> that you like two of them or really three because if you count Trevor that means they like three quarterbacks enough to give up um three two first round picks and a third rounder I mean the way the way they're talking about all these quarterbacks they better be like amazing in the league yeah there's a chance that I don't think it's crazy in this draft and I think it'd be the first time ever that quarterbacks go one two three and four that would be so much fun I want to know what the Jets are doing though Mm mm-hmm the Jets are the the damn variable here that's when the draft officially starts um Anyway, they, so, they got to keep they got to keep Donald and get that offensive lineman. Trust. So me. the argument that yeah the argument against that is so there's new management, new coach in there. The argument is let's start with let's start fresh with our guys. And when you start fresh, the advantage of starting fresh and restarting is you get to have a quarterback that's on a rookie deal for four years, five mm-hmm. years. Um, right now they're going to have to pay Sam Darnold if they like him next year, and then it's going to put him like, you know, it's going to give him a little some cap trouble. So I think I've seen both arguments, and I've liked both arguments, but I think I would just get rid of Sam Darnold. Um, it's a lot easier to sell to the fan base. I would Who, take – two? <laughs> I think I would take um, – Mac Jones. No, I would take uh, the guy the, – they're, t- they're talking Mac Jones up. Well, they are. It's crazy. I would take Zach Wilson. He just he only did it for one year, and he did it at BYU. So it was maybe can, maybe they, kind they of unsure. Him to Mahomes, though, yeah, they are. They're I saying Mahomes. <laughs> Guess we're gonna got, find out. Shit. He's got a whip. He's got a whip for an arm. Um, oh, it's gonna be a fun draft. So twenty-five minutes later, on Twitter, the Eagles reported themselves that they traded the sixth-round pick. Oh, I'm sorry. There's six overall pick to Miami. So they swapped from six to 12 where Miami just had. Mm. So now Miami's back up to six. And the, the Eagles are down to 12 um, for Miami's first round pick in 2022. Um, Dolphins so just finessing everybody. A lot of movement. In their, yeah, the Dolphins are playing Dolphins draft day. Finessing. They've been finessing since last season. Yeah, they have. Uh, so the Dolphins are definitely going to take one of these receivers. I don't think they take Kyle Pitts. Um, just because I think, you know, they have Gasicki and I think they need – I think they have – they need a, a well, wide they, out. Hold up. They got three and six or just six? They just have uh, six. And oh. they have a – I think they have a late round or two. Yeah, they have their, they have their draft pick. Later in the round, like their original draft pick, this is mm. the this is the Texans pick that they're moving up and down okay. with. So it's like it's like house money that they're playing with. Yeah, yeah. Which means they they definitely know whoever they're gonna get is definitely gonna be in that top six range. It should be a receiver. If you're sticking with Tua, you gotta give him weapons. And so we're looking Devontae. at like Devonte Smith. We're looking at Jamar Chase, um, Waddle or Waddle out of Alabama Waddle. too. It'll so be, which will definitely be the Heisman winner, which leads me to our first mock draft draft study. So what I want to do, I want us to get so good at the draft that we can do a draft around one picks off the dome before mm, draft day. Before the I want us day. to know. <laughs> I want us and our listeners to to be so knowledgeable about the the players that are coming out um, that 
So so we have to. Uh, it it'll make round one a lot more fun to watch. Yeah, because um, you know so. sometimes you don't know the damn offensive linemen or defensive linemen or mostly defensive backs. I never know who the defensive backs are that come out. So hopefully it's an offensive stack draft and it will be much easier. And I think the best way to study will be look at other mock drafts. So here we go. When we get to a player we don't know, I'll look him up in my um, NFL uh, draft um, magazine, which I have to actually run and go get. Should I? No, we'll do that next week because I have to go all the way downstairs for that. A whole NFL draft magazine with all the prospects? Yeah, uh, most of them. Tells you about them. So, all right, here we go. This is from CBS. This is a mock draft from CBS and by Gary Cosby Jr. So, if you're mad at him, (laughs) if you're mad at any of these picks, take it out on him. He has Trevor Lawrence 1. Who? I am Jim. Number two, Zach Wilson to the Jets. I like it. I know him, yep. Zach Wilson followed up a lights-out season with a lights-out pro day. He did. Did you see that pass that he threw? No, I didn't. It's pretty it's pretty nice. Well, what I say? They talking to Mac Jones. Motherfucker got him at three. Yep. Mac Jones at three to San Francisco. That would be if they traded. <laughs> so there is, an, there is a good reason why people would have Mac Jones going here because San Fran could have traded all that knowing damn well that Mac Jones wasn't going to. Because that would make sense if they're like, all right, we're trading this because we know for sure what quarterback is going to be here. I think they, I don't think they knew that. I think they just knew Mac Jones would be there if that's who they take. This is what this guy said. He says, it's go time, y'all. The 49ers sell the farm to move up from 12 to 3 to take Mac Jones. It sounds crazy, and maybe it is, but we've heard since late last year that Jones could very well end up being a top 10 pick, and we're a month away from knowing for certain. He certainly fits Kyle Shanahan's system, and if the Niners love him, they'll land him here. Um, Niners said that Garoppolo's still on the team, and but you have to get a quarterback. Garoppolo's just injured too often. You gotta, yeah, you gotta get future. They're insurance. getting quarterback. That's, that's oh yeah, one hundred percent. They're getting quarterback. Imagine, but will they? <laughs> yeah, they traded up for Sewell, <laughs> offensive lineman, which this person has going four to the Falcons. Matt Ryan, nice. We've talked about Sewell pretty uh, a few times on here. Um, He's got a YouTube channel with his girlfriend. I watched a couple videos. Interesting. Don't recommend. <laughs> Next pick five, the Bengals might be up, Bengals fans might be upset that Sewell went before him, but they'll get um, Rashawn Slater, Who? offensive lineman from Northwestern, six foot three. Um, Bengals could be tempted to take Kyle Pitts or Jamar Chase. That would be nice. Burrow needs a fucking weapon. Hey, it would be, but they Can don't. You imagine, have, they don't imagine how tempting line. it would be to to pair Chase back with Burrow. Oh, oh my shit. Goodness, but you saw what happened in the Super Bowl. You saw what happened to Burrow last year. You got to protect him. You got part of that. Part of that was my list's fault. That is true. Injury list. I said he's going to get cracked. (laughs) Well, it was Chase Young too. You don't really want to get hit by that man. So Mm, you're going to need that offensive lineman to block Chase Young. But I can see the temptation for Jamar Chase. But they got to go get that O line. And here is pick six. The Dolphins take Jalen Waddle 
from Bama. So the first wide receiver to go is the Bama wide receiver that did not play the most snaps last year. Yeah, and it's funny because people said Waddle's actually better. Oh yeah, than Smith. People say Chase is the best wide receiver in the draft. Waddle, Smith, but I have seen Smith falling more than these other two, just because people question his size. Yes, yeah, gonna say uh, they always do in the damn draft, but they're always um, proven wrong. This this draft is just gonna be so entertaining. And then seven, right after Waddle gets picked, the Lions pick Jamar Chase. Out of LSU, did not play any snaps last year, but people know he's nice. He's getting the ball from Jared Goff. I'd be pissed. <laughs> you know, um, you know, he's texting bro like convinced them. Take me at four. Those wide receiver ones in the NFC North would be nice. You got Devontae Adams. You got um, Jet uh, Jefferson in Minnesota, and then you'd have Jamar. Jamar Chase at the Lions and Allen Robinson at the Bears. Oh. <laughs> One of them is not like the other. I'm joking. Dalton. Andy Dalton starter. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that's so not funny chill. when they tweeted the picture of him. QB1. Oh, my God. I was dead. I can't believe they did that. <laughs> QB1. And you tweet Andy Dalton after, after not getting Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson. Yikes. Embarrassing. Very. That was. So, Justin Fields is still on the board. Who takes him? Well, looks like the Carolina Panthers do in this draft. So, we're, so far we've seen everyone did, that, we, that we're that we kind of familiar with. they get rid with. of uh, Bridgewater? Um, or I they think try- they still have him. They're trying to create some QB competition. I think that's the case. Um so Panthers, they love their um, fill in the blank for me. <laughs> okay, <laughs> what? I was gonna say with the ER, but like, no, don't do that. New Sounds listeners, that new listeners. <laughs> they love their uh, their guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so they take Justin Fields. He goes to Carolina at nine. We have the Broncos, and we have. The first player that I'm not too familiar with, but I, I know, know Eric is. Let's go, Micah. Micah Parsons from Penn State, linebacker. He is sat this out. a coverage? So you're a Penn State guy. See if you can answer this question. Oh, God. I'm a, not going to be able to answer this shit. You know how I watch football. <laughs> is this like a coverage linebacker or is this a uh, an edge rush linebacker? Well, passer? he sat out the entire season last year to come to this draft. So me remembering his film ain't happening. Hmm. So let's see. Let's read what he said. The Broncos address their secondary and free agency, so so they target the best linebacker in the draft this year. Park Parsons coming off an impressive pro day in Denver is like is little depth at the position. Yeah, it's Von Miller. Nobody. Right. Do they still have? Um, not even going to try. No, they have uh, Chubb. Bradley. Oh, Chubb. Yeah, I think so. Should help him. Ain't too uh, interested in the Broncos, though, but I do know Micah Parsons. This draft's so easy so far. There's only one player I don't know, which was that uh, offensive lineman. Duh. Do you know pick number 10, the Dallas Cowboys? I know the Cowboys are looking at Kyle Pitts here and just salivating. Mm. 
or I know Jerry Jones is salivating because it was like he loves those offensive weapons. But come on, Cowboys, you got a lot. This this mock has them taking Patrick Sertain the second from Bama. Heard the name. Sertain is as close to a sure thing as you're going to get from this cornerback class. And with our CB1, Caleb Farley, undergoing a back procedure recently, Sertain is the first corner off our board. He's six foot two, two oh three from Bama. Let's pick this draft up. All right. Giants, Elijah Vera Tucker. Never exactly. heard of him. I'm exactly. never gonna know any of the offensive linemen. Offensive lineman from USC. Um, next, uh, you know Giants fans are going to be pissed like if you have <laughs> Kyle Pitts there and then you take a boring-ass offensive lineman. But anyway, pick number 12, Kyle Pitts. Finally off the board to the Eagles. The Eagles drop and acquire a first-round pick next year, and they still get Kyle Pitts. That's a great drop. Um, and you get to pair him with Jalen Hurts, see what Jalen Hurts can do. Um and all that, and Devontae Smith finally goes pick 13 mm. to the Chargers. Good Lord. If you That'd put be Devontae kind of fucking scary. Yeah. If you put Devontae Smith on that team, sheesh. Um, God, him to Keenan Allen was unstoppable. Put God. That kind of hurts Keenan Allen's draft, though. Like, uh, what is it? Fantasy football. Fantasy? Yeah. But it really makes Herbert appetizing. Yeah. It's going to be nice to watch if that happened. Um, pick 14, they got the Vikings taking Quiddy Payne, defensive lineman, first D lineman off the board from Michigan. <sighs> Haven't heard of him. Um, the details say, this has been a popular pairing, and Payne did nothing to change our minds after strong pro day performance. Yeah, I, I, don't, I didn't know this guy was nice. You'd figure that a Bama D lineman or a Clemson D lineman would be off the board first, but nope. Michigan. Michigan. <laughs> um, oh, boy, oh, boy. This ain't good. We let a quarterback that was mocked a lot of times to go top 10, Trey Lance, fall to pick 15. And you know who's at pick 15? It's Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. And this uh, mock <laughs> draft has them taking him. So do but, the Patriots also like their hmm? Cam? Yeah. Trey Lance. Oh, is Trey Lance? Yeah, he is. But <laughs> uh, with yeah. a capital B? I did not know that. Yeah. I gotta Cute. do some Trey Lance study. North to go to state. Not every not in your news every day. Um Cardinals sixteen. They pick JC Horn corner South Carolina. Um losing me. Raiders, they pick Jason Away, Edge from Penn State. Surely you know this one, right? <laughs> oh, he ran a sub 4-4. Good Lord. Hey, man. I don't watch football like that. Bro, he didn't have a sack in the 2020 season. What? Interesting. He didn't start playing football until his junior year of high school. So, And this man. Still, still give me a sack. <laughs> Top 17 pick. Right. Damn, no wonder he was ass. Here's the Dolphins. We got Jason Oha out there. (laughs) Not getting sacks. Here's (laughs) the Dolphins' next first-round pick, Christian Derisaw, offensive lineman to protect Tua. Virginia Tech. Um, He's from Virginia Tech. Football team, 
pick 19. Here's a running offensive lineman. Taven Jenkins from Oklahoma State. Um, apparently he has a nasty streak, says this person. What does that um, mean? Pick <laughs> <laughs> pick 20, Greg Newsome II. Defensive back, another Northwestern player. Defensive back, Northwestern. Houston just beat Oregon State. They're advancing to the Final Four. Cute. Um, Samuel Kosmi, Kos- offensive lineman, God. go to the, goes to the Colts at twenty one. We just go. We're gonna be throwing players we know <laughs> when we get to twenties. Yeah, uh, we uh, we we keeping these uh, offensive linemen in the back of our heads. Yeah, we have to. Samuel Cosmi. I mean, we don't. <laughs> can you imagine us off the top, <laughs> off the dome? Aziz Ojulari. <laughs> Goes to the Titans at 22 from Georgia. Um, Asa- okay, Asante Samuel Jr. from Florida State going to the Jets at 23. I remember Asante Samuel on the Eagles. He was a fucking ball hawk. Hey, well, hopefully his son is too. Can't I have that not. name. Um, Caleb Farley, another corner, going to the Steelers at 24. Um, this is the part of the draft. If I'm there, I'm just like... You're, well, you're partying right now because <laughs> you've got Trevor. <laughs> How blacked. Pick, pick 25. So you're going to be there. You're going to hear with the 25th pick, the Jacksonville Jaguars have selected Trayvon Morig, safety, <laughs> TCU. And I'm going to say, loud <laughs> <laughs> as fuck. They have him as a first overall position rank. That's cool. Safety. Um, pick 26, Jalen Phillips, Browns, defensive lineman from Miami. Um, Gregory Rousseau, Russo to the Ravens. He's a edge guy from I've, Miami. I've heard about him. And then the Saints get Zaven Collins, linebacker from Tulsa. Packers get oh, this is a, this is a good this is a good pick. Kadarius Tony, that Florida wideout that people are comparing to um, Deshaun Jackson. No, Hill, Tyreek oh. Hill. Both speedy, buddy. Uh, pick 30, Carlos Basham Jr. goes to the Bills, edge guy from Wake Forest. Pick 31, the Chiefs take a defensive lineman, Christian Bearmore um, from Bama. And he, then, dropped, he dropped pretty low. And then 32, the Bucks take Jalen Mayfield, offensive lineman from Michigan. Whew, that took longer. Oh, Okay. I like this. Round two, he has the Jags taking Travis Etienne. Oh, I like that. I love I like, that. One. I love when I know a name. <laughs> and it's cool that well, he's from that he played with uh, Trevor. Oh, Trevor, Clemson. yeah. And Trevor said before that he doesn't want to play with like any other running back. Oh, of course. I would. Would you rather have Najee Harris? That man was kind of like a Derrick Henry ass dude. Was he? Yes. I mean, it was crazy. He's the one jumping over everybody in the damn championship game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. We just need we need a tight end, bro. Jaguars have zero tight ends. All no name. That's why I want Pitts. Could be both. Got to trade a lot to th- get them. That safety that we got in this mock draft here. Fuck that. You sleep. Give me give me all the offense. <laughs> I want forty points a game. I don't care if we give up forty. Uh, I miss seeing the, the end zone. We the Chiefs. Um, so, speaking of the draft, you kind of jinxed yourself. 
Eric last week, if you heard, he's or I don't know if it's but it was confirmed last week. But yeah. when the when the NFL announced that they were allowing fans, Eric bought his plane ticket. So no, Eric, just the just the hotel. You didn't book your your flight. No. Okay. So just, you got the hotel. Just, re- just reserved a hotel room. So you kind of declared for the draft. A little bit. And recently, maybe yesterday, the day before, Trevor Lawrence says he is not going. So a little jinx on Eric's part. If he goes, you will not see Trevor walk out and grab that Jaguars jersey. I'm pissed because I'm going to have my Trevor merch. Maybe if I got acted a fool enough and got up to the stage, you would have seen it. Who not knows what would have happened? Who knows what would happen? I would do some wild shit when I'm drunk. We would have seen that. But he's going to be at home, and I'm going to be acting a fool regardless. Cause, but they, Urban Meyer, he got to chill because he's scaring me. He's still not saying who we taking. What, with Trevor? Yes, sir. You didn't see? He's got his little poker face. You didn't see that article recently? That he's leaning towards Trevor? No, like it's, it's no, it's it, I mean, it's, it's a little bit more than that. So, he was on Peter King's podcast, and Peter King asked him, "Is there any real mystery that you're picking Trevor Lawrence?" And Urban said, "Uh, I'd have to say that's the direction we're going. I'll leave that up to the owner when we make that decision official. But I'm certainly not stepping out of line that that's certainly the decision we're headed. No one says that if you're not picking fucking Trevor. <laughs> He's gonna say that we're gonna go up there and pick." Fucking Trevor Fields or Justin Fields. Trevor uh, Fields. I just need this shit to happen. Yeah. I uh, do too, but this made me a lot. This made me feel a lot better. I'm just, so, I'm just, I'm just impatient at this point. I need it to happen. So I know. The just, draft is so late. Make it early April. Like Teams know who they want. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Um they see even the teams are impatient. They're already making trades like it's day one of the draft. Um, so we'll take third. You take six. Yeah, I'll take twelve. You take six. <laughs> Meyer also said uh, Trevor checks all the boxes. You know the number one common quality of every great player, not just quarterback, is competitive maniac. He's thirty four and two. Won a national tri- title as a true freshman. He's a winner. I seen him up pers- up close in person compete, and then character. I seen him and I witnessed with my players when the guys get drafted high. A lot of people get you know they have influences their life like. Whether it's social media, whether it be things that they don't really um, pertain to winning, um, but what he likes about Trevor is that he's just focused only on winning, becoming the best version of himself for the NFL. Um, he also said something about why he was standing so close to Trevor at the pro day is because he wanted to hear the zip on the ball. Yeah, I saw that. And Peter King was like, "Is that a real thing? Like you actually can tell something by hearing the zip of the ball?" He's like, "Yeah." Um, you know, you stand out there, you can hear it come out off his hands, and um, it really, you know, some quarterbacks really struggle to get that the ball out, and some people, you know, it comes naturally. And then he said, when you're here, you come back, come down here in the fall and come to one of the, or in the summer, come to one of the OTAs, and you can, I'll let you stand out, and you can hear him throw the ball. So he said him. Yeah. You can hear him throw the ball. So he's, it's Trevor. It's Trevor. I know it's Trevor. Just impatient. Right. Me too. Update, I'm blazed as shit. This motherfucking thing is slapping me. Look at my eyes. Nice. <laughs> I'm on wine, too. Look at mine. I think this is the first pot I've done high. 
Chill. We did last week on Alabama Ham. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> Patreon. Oh, that motherfucking hell. What that shit? You took it? Um, you know you no. took it before the pod. No. <laughs> um, you scared as fuck. <laughs> Ian Rappaport tweeted this, or I guess NFL insiders tweeted it too. Former Bears offensive lineman Rashad Coward um, and a restricted free agent who was not tenured is expected to sign with the Steelers, a former defensive lineman who worked his way into the starting lineup on offense. Coward now lands in Pittsburgh. So that sounds boring, right? And you don't know who it is? Yes, that's correct. So the reason why it's not boring, why it's kind of interesting, is because Reddit went crazy for this trade or for this signing. And let me uh, read you why. Someone posted on the NFL subreddit, very popular, very active subreddit on Reddit, this um, yesterday or I'm not sure when, but it was before this trade happened. The title was Possible Trade Coming Between Bears and Steelers. And the, the post says, very random as a Packers fan. I was just playing Warzone with uh, some randoms and I ended up with a female teammate. She had her mic on, and I could hear her husband talking in the background about a deal. Then something was said about how he he would love to play in Pittsburgh. I tried to ask the girl for info, but she felt a bit awkward when I asked if she could tell me who her husband was. All she could say was that it was her husband being loud in the background and that he's an NFL player. Anyways, he's he currently plays in Chicago. The last thing I heard was that if no one else calls within thirty the next thirty minutes, he's gonna sign a three year deal in order to facilitate the trade because he want he would love to be in Pittsburgh. I know this is big speculation, but I heard what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty cool that it hey, actually happened. Cool. That is cool. Reddit's like so popular online, but like it's stepped on by a lot of people, including myself. Like I never go on Reddit. And yeah. I know that's how people like start their day sometime, just like going on Reddit's main page. Yeah, I never go on it either. But when I do, I'm like I'm like, oh my God, there's so much good stuff. And is it just shit like that? Just like random stories? I mean just it's everything. opinions on things. There's porn too on there. There's that a bunch might, of not safe for work channels. That might be the move. <laughs> Promote I'm yourself. Gonna I'm going to check it out. It's like every time I've gone on there, though, it's like I don't – I think it's because I don't like the uh, the layout of the platform. I don't like to read. And there's it's just all text and form and shit. But I know it's huge because that's how I got big. Fucking Reddit. So I'm thankful for that platform. Wait, that's how you got huge? Yeah. How? Um. So before – after – the little neighborhood vine someone did a compilation or someone posted a youtube link of my jerome video compilation like my my first jerome vines were in a Mm. compilation on youtube and someone put that link on reddit and it was on like the front page that shit like a million views and then jerome became a thing and now people would be pissed at jerome Gangster from the suburbs that likes watermelon has baby mamas. Can't do that comedy anymore. I think you can. Oh. Well. I just accidentally turned tuned into a NCAA women's game. 
chill, bro. That shit was trending on Twitter, and everybody was like, "This game lit." <laughs> and it was it wasn't sarcasm. They were saying this game's oh. better than the men's shit. But I didn't watch. <laughs> <laughs> it was UConn and Baylor, and I saw the halftime score. It said thirty nine, thirty seven. I said, "Close." <laughs> um, speaking of Eric being high, got some news. I know last week I teased that Alabama Hemp Products would be dropping their Delta Eight THC gummy line. Well, we did. It is live, and the reviews are obviously awesome. Um, Eric said he loves it. Got a couple mm. other friends that did a little pilot program for me. They love it. The main quote is, I can't believe this is legal. And Delta 8 is legal. Delta 9 is the is a THC level that's not legal. But this one, we can deliver to your freaking doorstep for $11 a pack. You get four gummies, and it'll give you that body high that THC does. Um, for some reason, it's legal. Um, if you're having anxiety, trouble sleeping, or tense muscles, um... It's time to try Alabama Hemp's product line, alabamahempproducts.com. If you're buying some CBD, well, because of THC packets, because they're only 11 bucks, there's no discount on those. But if you want some other CBD products, we got oils, hand uh, hand soap, um, muscle salve, headache reliever. You can get 30% off with the code Dun and Drew. Boy, got it all. Got it all at that store. So hit us up, alabamahempproducts.com. Headlines, cue the music. No, don't do it. Please don't do it. Sometimes I wonder if I'm even doing that beat right. I don't think you are. Yeah. You never call me out on it, so I always think, like, I don't think I'm doing this right, but I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to listen to the song after this. But um, did you see Lil Nas Satan shoes? How could you not? Um, so Lil Nas, if you guys don't know, he's a huge Twitter troll Very and a celebrity. Troll. Like before Old Town Road blew up, this man was like tweeting like Mochaccino. If you don't know him, get in our Patreon. You'll know the reference. But anyway, he's a wild boy. He, he's a meme cow and he tweets jokes. He tweets offensive jokes that are meant to be funny and they are funny. And he's doing this now with his huge ass platform as a recording artist. So it's like 10 times better because he's got like all the fucking media people mad. He's got corporations mad. Churches, pastors. Yeah, he's he's getting everybody pissed off. But like people like me and other people that know he's just trolling this shit, just laughing at the shit because it's fucking stupid what they're mad at. But anyway, he dropped the shoe. Um in a collaboration with the Brooklyn-based streetwear company, MSCHF. I'm going to assume that stands for mischief. Um, and he was only selling 666 pairs of shoes for $1,018, which is a reference to the Bible verse Luke 10:18, which he also had on the shoe. And it's about Satan's fall from heaven. And he was only selling 666 pairs of shoes, obviously, because apparently that's the number of the devil. And then there was a whole big thing on Twitter today about how that's not the number of the devil. It's the uh, number of angels. So people, this man just got everybody worked up over nothing. But he sold out his shoes in like under a minute. And I guess Nike filed a lawsuit against him because he's got the Nike check on his shoe. It's because, yeah, I thought at first it was like a lot of people did because Nike was in the headline, you know, Nike shoe devil, um, drop of blood. And I was like, Oh shit, how the fuck did Nike is Nike doing this? But 
is really that they bought a bunch of the, these Nike. What's the, what's the type of shoe? Was like an Air Max or something. Yeah, a bunch of these Nike shoes and redesigned it themselves. Yeah, and then are selling them, you know, as a third party. Um, so that's why they did it. I, I, I can see you know. where that would go wrong. Yes. But did you see, um, because he's he's such a troll and such a meme account, that did you see, he, he like, tweeted yeah. his, he said, this <laughs> is me at, at court yeah, I went tomorrow. Down to today. <laughs> this is me at court, like, talking to Nike tomorrow. It's him, like, it's Singing a meme. I'm, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm sorry or some shit. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, my God. That's his music. TikTok video? is... TikTok is just amazing, like flooded with his. Oh, with his music video. Yeah. Of riding and, and Satan. Reactions of like, they're making pretty much memes for him, <laughs> and of him. That's great. Yeah, he, he is a meme shit. page. Yeah, he posts that that meme stuff on his Twitter account. Just no caption, just drops the video. <sighs> And it's funny because this dude is about to be in a whole courtroom with Nike. <laughs> he just don't give a fuck. I thought you were going to play that video of the tweet you were talking about. You didn't find it. Uh, the dude in the court. He's like, me me tomorrow when I'm in court with Nike. Yeah, yeah. Me at, me at Nike headquarters tomorrow. Uh-oh. Hello there. You're a nerd. It's a guy in a courtroom. <laughs> Real video. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> He's at me at Nike headquarters tomorrow. <laughs> uh, good shit. Very good shit. Like, he's doing it right, you know? Can't get canceled because he's just having a good time trolling everybody. Um, speaking of getting... You, that's how you handle the negativity. That's how you handle it. Take notes from Lil Nas. Speaking of getting canceled, um, stop Asian hate. The hashtag I've been seeing trend more and more. Um, I guess it started because of that mass shooting in Atlanta, which was not really about Asians, but they made it out to be about Asians. Um, And then because at first people thought it was about Asians, people assumed that he shot them because Trump said China virus and then it went back to people hating Asians because of COVID. Somehow that all happened. If I'm wrong, let me know why this started. And um, we'll get to the bottom of it. But anyway, I'm seeing stop the hashtag stop Asian hate everywhere, like on YouTube front page. So and as you know, as you know, or unless you're new, we do Asian accents on here. And We've said again and again that it's an appreciation of the culture and we have not had anyone come out and say, hey, can you stop this? So, Eric, are we going to continue it or are we going to stand by our stance saying we will do this until someone says, hey, this is offensive. Stop. Well, it's not Asian hate. 
what we do. Um, it's Asian love. Like the listeners, the people that listen to us, they know we're not people that have malintent towards other, if that's a word. Ill intent? That's mal, I think malintent. Malintent. Ill intent. Malintent, I like better. It's just funny to me their accents and the dif- the way they differentiate border to border. Like you got your anime, you got your your uh, Chinese restaurant accent, and they're fun to imitate. That's all. It's not we're not hating the race. Yeah, I don't th- I don't think we are. <laughs> I think we're good. We good. And if someone had a problem with it, they'd say something. But everybody fucking loves this shit because it's funny. <laughs> it'd be. It'd be a little different if every time we did it, we were saying like Ching Chong because that's like the stereotypical yes. way to mock an Asian and like do the eyes and shit. We don't do all no, that. No, no eyes ever. We don't. We don't fucking do the eye shit. We I think the fucking, eye thing. The eye thing would be right. Ra- that would be crossing. Yeah, that would be racist. We don't do that shit. We just do the accent. So laugh with us. <laughs> but I am. I I must say I am. I'm getting sick and tired of this country having. Um, problem after problem after problem, and we just just let it keep. We talk about it, we just let it keep happening, let it keep happening, and I feel like it's just gonna keep going on. And there's no point arguing with people about you know trying to stop racism. It's gonna be here for decades. No point arguing about the gun control laws. They're not getting changed. Um, it takes decades to move this shit, and we're just run by a country of people who like the way things are and until they die off and we get a whole nother generation of people in office, there's not going to be significant changes in this country. Um, Look how long Martin, Martin Luther King marched on them streets. It was like 40 fucking years. It's going to be, it's going to take some time y'all. You're just wasting your energy trying to project your opinion on other people. You can't change people's minds about what they feel. And I'm not but saying right or wrong one way or another, but if you're talking about, yeah, you said the gun thing. It is amazing how, and I think I agree with one one lawmaker or some someone in, in politics said, or maybe just a tweeter, um, America made up its mind about gun laws after Sandy they Hook. Let children, yeah. yeah, when they when they when nothing was done after that, and it's true. Like nothing was done at the Sandy Hook. You think something's gonna be done after the grocery store shooting? And I'm not saying I, at this point in my life, I don't know one way or another. I think everyone agrees that, well, most people agree that it should be a little bit harder to get a gun. Um, I don't think there's many people that think it should be as easy as it is. Um, but it is interesting to see that every time there is a mass shooting, it's mass shooting happens. Everyone's like, what the fuck's happening? This is awful. And then, you know, it transitions to, uh, more gun laws, gun laws, gun laws. And there was uproar, 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 and then it slowly yep. goes away. It's quieter, 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 gone. And then another one happens. Same thing, and then gone. But the reason, for, the reason for that is because people literally can't spend their entire days trying to change the country. Like we're, we, we, that's all they can do. All they can do is mourn and and, and yell gun control laws. But what are they going to? They going to keep doing that over and over and over again? There's so much news every fucking day that our brains can't stay on one thing. So we're just we're just flooded with a bunch of stiff stuff out here that our minds have to be focused on. So we people can't just say gun control now and and keep pushing that agenda because there's going to be another problem 
that they want to fight for. It's hard to keep up with all this shit. What I don't so here's one thing. So get you know dipping our toes a little bit too far into the politics thing. I'm gonna keep doing it. Um, when people say that mentally unstable people should not have guns and we should make it harder for people that are mentally unstable to get guns, like that's fine, but there's something we gotta do different. Like that's like putting a band aid on a wound that's just bleeding. There's something we have to do to stop the bleeding. And that's the mental health thing because no one that's mentally healthy wants to kill anyone. And most like most, most kill, I would say, you know, when people die and people, when someone kills someone and it's like, you know, the normal one you hear on the news, it's mostly people that know each other. That's, that's yeah, what most killings violence. are. Yeah. That's what most killings yeah. are. The people that know each other, um, either acquaintances, enemies, you know, there's beef, drugs, something. Um, that's the reason. But when it's, when you're killing someone that you don't know, like these mass shootings, it's, uh, mental. I think uh, it's mental. It's not someone that's, you know, I don't think the guy that killed the, um, uh, the, the, the massage parlors, I, my first thought wasn't always oh, racist. Like who's no one's doing that. No one, no one's like, but I, I also think a big problem is the way every time one of these happens, we glorify the fuck out of it. I think that makes the people who want to go out and do these things even want to do them even more because they're going to be put on this pedestal for weeks. And that could be go back to the mental health thing. But do you think those mental, do you think someone who's not mentally healthy, like those mentally unstable people like care about that? I feel like they don't care about maybe. that. Well, that's we're just saying different opinions here because we don't really know, but I think they do because they happen all the time, and they're always on the news. They might get an inkling. I don't know if they're mentally unstable. That could be a thing that you like are infatuated with the fact that you could be famous for this murder. Don't know. It is also worth noting that it is very rare that you are involved in a mass shooting as often as we think it happens the chances of it actually happening to you are very rare so i don't really i don't think that's fair to say to somebody cuz if we compare statistics this doesn't happen this much in other countries and you could say it's because our population bigger whatever but in the end it's access to weapons and just the mental health shit. We got a lot of fucked up people out here. Yeah, we do. Sad. It's like my thought is like, how the fuck does anyone is anyone capable of taking someone else's life for no reason? I can't wrap my head around it. I think we still don't know what this guy's motive was. Fuck the motive. They killed fucking innocent people. Crazy yeah, but it's always interesting to see. Because once well, you get the motive, maybe we can get maybe we can get to the the source. Anyway. I'm trying to I'm trying to think about if they like, because like when you interview these guys, sometimes they're told what to say. So do we even ever really get a real motive? I don't know. Everything's corrupt, especially that damn courtroom. Like, say this, say this. Yes, I'm watching Better Call Saul. It's very corrupt. 
Um. Anyway, Hunter rants, raves, and reviews. <laughs> try to try to change the mood. Mass shooting tomorrow. Fuck. Jesus. Uh, I got a rant. It's a random rant. Um, I hate when people leave negative fast food restaurant reviews. Ah, uh, yes, your story. Yeah. What are you, What are you complaining about? You expected to be treated like motherfucking Prince Charles in the McDonald's drive-through? I don't think you understand the fast food industry. Then that's just how it is. You're not going to get great customer service at fast food restaurants sometimes unless you're at Chick-fil-A. What prompted this? Where did you see a bad review? I was going to a McDonald's because I was craving it earlier, and I Googled the ones around me. Obviously, there were very many. And I clicked on all of them to see their rating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're all 1.5. <laughs> but they're still, it's still the most popular restaurant in the world. Right. It's all 1.5 everyone's pissed about like customer service waiting in line too long so their order getting messed up these are all normal things when yeah you i'm order sur- from McDonald's, i'm shocked burger king it that happens. someone would rate mcdonald's like someone's gonna look up for <laughs> a rating oh before we go here let's look up the rating for this mcdonald's no one's doing that you you know what you're getting into <laughs> that's why people are weird man like i'm never writing a fucking review on google <laughs> For McDonald's. I'm not writing a review for anything. I never review shit. Unless, I, my, I, unless my friend is telling me to for his business, then yes. But I do look at reviews sometimes of places. Like if I'm going to get a massage, I got to compare places to see if they're they're good with their hands and shit like that. But like if I know what I'm getting into, yes. which you do yes, when you, you go do. into McDonald's, what are, what are you doing here? It you is funny. Brennan. <laughs> I use I use reviews all the time to make decisions, but I'm never one to re- leave a review. So if you're a review person, thank you so much because you help me. But I'm never going to be a review person. It's like a community effort thing. It's like we're all in this together, but I, I'm not doing my part. I should. When I like something, I should go back, take the time, and do it. There are people that do it like professionally. There are people that yeah. love leaving reviews. Like those ones I fuck with, the ones that do the restaurants. But not fast food, you know, a restaurant that people don't know about, like a local one. That's we appreciate your reviews, the local places, not for the fucking Cheesecake Factory, McDonald's. We know Olive Garden, Red Lobster. I don't need your review. We know what it is. If you're leaving a review for those places, it's because you were having a bad day and something went wrong or you had a bad waitress. And no one's ever going to read it. (laughs) Except me when I'm looking at them. Mm. (laughs) <laughs> that's the only rant uh raves uh got a couple few raves because you know this weekend was great came down to miami saturday sunday uh was drinking on saturday from like two to two literally two to two 12 hours hadn't had a fucking party like that in a long time been cooped up in the house really so it was great to come out here and drink those two days but i'm taking it easy the rest of this week because we work in the rest of this week and trying to hang with people and not trying to like turn up midweek. Um, but I did have dinner with Jordan Poyer and Rachel Bush last night, Sunday night. I was out at the club and I texted Poyer. I was like, hope you're doing good. Randomly texted him because I was shit faced. Um, and he was like, yo, you guys should, uh, you guys, but you said you should <coughs> slide down and get uh, dinner with us. And I was like, bet. So I like left the bar, got showered and dressed and met them. Did you? So he recently came out on Instagram as being like a recovering alcoholic. And you said you're, you were, I know how you were in Miami. 
were you having to hold it together with him yeah were you like trying to keep it keep it cool as cool as you could what about the liquor stuff we didn't even talk about that no not talk about it but like you don't want to show up hammered oh i wasn't i wasn't hammered by the time i showed up because this was this was a separate well i drank both days but there was enough time in between me leaving and getting ready and going down there to sober up a little so gotcha it was all good and i didn't order liquor when i was there just got water smart because neither of them drink Rachel doesn't drink either. What? I think she stopped drinking before him. Definitely. Because when I met them for the first time, they had a cabana at a club. And Jordan was drinking, but Rachel wasn't. So I think Rachel been not drinking. People so, people always post about when they do cut liquor off, they always post about how nice, how great their life is. And I'm like, right, that's fine. I just can't do it. Like, would my life be better? I don't know. I don't. I just have too much fun doing it. Yeah, it's great fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. Maybe one day, but I don't feel like I need it. I'm sure I'd be healthier, but I don't think my mind needs it. I'm not like, I'm not, I don't use yeah. liquor as a crutch or alcohol as a crutch for anything. It's um, a crutch for going out. I take my <laughs> Yeah. Because I, I can't go out sober, which, which in a way is alcoholism. No? I mean, it depends what kind of going out you mean. Like club. No, you can't. No, that's not bar. Awesome. Like even like a day bar. It's just with a, with a live band. Oh my god, so much fun to have a drink. It's just so much fun. <laughs> I I couldn't do it. It's great at four in a shot. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do it. But I was I was on drink four on Sunday and I wasn't feeling anything. And then when I took a Jameson shot, it's like all five drinks hit me all at once. Mm, start getting them busy. Sh- yeah. Them shots, baby. I'm gonna just start doing that because he's wasted time drinking these mixed drinks. Mm. Guess I'm just a tank. <laughs> what do you um, mean here? You're playing Doctor Dunn tomorrow? Oh yes, you already talked about it. Oh yes, Scrubs. Got to shoot in Scrubs tomorrow. Seven a.m. call time. Yikes! And I'm negative for COVID, by the way. So I just wanted to make that announcement. I just I think it's absolutely idiotic Insane. that they no. tested you. Three days before the shoot in Miami. So you have three days in Miami to, to do whatever you want before the shoot. You could get, be negative that day and then positive by two, whatever. The funniest thing was when I got the test results, I was hammered at 1.50 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> you probably Amongst everybody when you, when you in the club. <laughs> oh I showed God. Morgan. I was like, I tested negative. Jeez. Imagine if you're positive. <laughs> Right. Imagine oh you're positive God. around all those people. I just show I'm everybody. positive. <laughs> everybody like, whoa, let's go. <laughs> they don't give a fuck. Oh, man. It was a fucking good time. I went to that bar that uh, got shut down immediately after they reopened down in South Florida. Remember that? The Wharf. It was so no. slammed when they first opened and they got shut down the next day. That's where I went. And I got me a tequila bottle. But I couldn't finish it because I was there so long. So I just ended up passing it around to people at the bar. I was like, free God, shots. God. <laughs> Tailgate. Yeah, basically, it's what it felt like. God, I can't wait for fall. I get 16 games of that. Bro, it's official. We're going to be vaccinated. So we won't give a fuck. Tailgates will be lit. Everyone will be vaxxed. Content going to be crazy. So I'm Every, thinking we do a... Everyone's going to be want, want to be a Jags fan. When it comes to us... So here's a rave. Me and Eric got approved for 
apartments, our apartment, <laughs> our own, <laughs> our own apartment. You're my neighbor. What's it called? Cabana, Cabana Bay, right? Whoa, why are we getting robbed? <laughs> giving the number out. <laughs> so we're gonna officially be living together. We're gonna set up a studio, podcast studio. It's gonna be lit. We're gonna have a podcast. It's gonna look better. Um, we're gonna have a vlog. I think I've decided it's gonna be a separate. So I'll I'll take care of editing the podcast. You'll do the the weekly vlog. So we'll both have a a duty. Maybe we'll do like podcast there'll be, drops. There'll probably be like two vlogs. Podcast drops Monday night. Vlog drops like Friday night or something. I don't know. Um. Anyway, that's my rave. That's exciting. Yeah, it's gonna be a, a fun next three months, and then we'll. Uh, reassess that happiness when the uh, NFL preseason starts. I'm sure it'll just get lit from there. Yeah. Just don't I just don't know uh June and July are weird months. Never have anything planned for those. What is NBA finals? That's it. But like what July else? 4th. It's just summer. <laughs> <laughs> this country who's celebrating? Uh, Stop shooting me. <laughs> <laughs> Relax. Good callback. That's all. It's all for my raves. Uh, I got a, got a review. So I posted this poll and I did not intend for it to get nearly 50% like votes on each side. But I said, how did you, de- how do you decide if you're going to wash a shirt after wearing it? And Eric, I want to ask you, is it from the stains or the smells on it? Or do you always wash a shirt after every use? Well, I'm dirty. So I usually wear a shirt again. Um, unless it has stains. So it's got to have like some sort of stain or bad smell. Okay. Usually will, usually will be in the armpits. Yeah. Th- um, the option of, I only, I always wash after every use got 51%. Um, stains and smells got 49%. So very close. I'm yeah. very surprised. Half of us are disgusting and half of us. are. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like today I wore a nice button down shirt and it's, I don't want to put it through the wall. I don't want to damage it, so I'm I'm gonna put it back in the. Yeah, maybe it smells not brand new in the armpits, but other than that, it's fine. So I'm gonna use it. I mean, like, if it's stank in the armpit, I ain't wearing it again. <laughs> but sometimes a, a shirt is just it smells good. Still got your cologne on it. It's not drenched in sweat like normally it would get for me at least. So if it smells good, cologne not wrinkled, I'm wearing it again. But. I'm living out a suitcase right now, so that's going to be the case for some of these. Might wash them before I hit the uh, airport, though. Not telling y'all where I'm going, though. If you know, you know. That's our show. <laughs> Make sure y'all share this episode with your parents, friends, enemies. I hope by this point you've already shared it with one friend, everyone listening. One friend. That's it. You can automatically double our audience easily, just like that. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts if you want to shout out. Watch us on YouTube.com slash Dun and Drew. Subscribe to the Patreon. It's only going up. Someone needs to take my MLB fantasy spot. It's yours. You got Juan Soto and Christian. It ain't mine. It ain't his. But till next time, enjoy your week. We got to figure out a day to do the Patreon episode. It's a busy week for me. We'll figure it out. Till next time, enjoy March Madness. This has been Dun and Drew, baby.